0: I'm, you know, I mean, whatever. I'm fine. I'm all right. It's a little, you know, it's a little stressful and 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 crazy. what's stressful? Ah, just the uh, everything, you know. There's a wedding and stuff coming up, and whose yeah, wedding?
1: A, ah, mine. Why is that stressful for you?
0: should not know. Isn't
1: it just how hard is it to go in front of a court and just get the paper signed?
0: Oh no, but there's it's going to be more than that,
1: believe oh. it or not. Yeah, is that really legally
0: required? No. And that's the infuriating part, is that I have to put up with it anyway.
1: I um, see. <laughs> it's, we're so lucky that your wife to me doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's, I'm sorry, honey.
1: I don't call her honey, and I never no. will. Well, I call, you call my her rab- many other ridiculous things. <laughs>
0: I call my rabbit honey. You uh, say,
1: hi, honey, how are
0: you? <laughs> and I do that voice, because that's what you do right. when you talk to animals is, for no reason. Well,
1: and, and, and people generally. Um, yeah, uh, I'm supposed to tell you that I would like a campsite for our wedding. Oh, for your wedding. Uh, I want su- a campsite for your wedding. Yes, uh, just a one.
0: campsite? I, don't, to I put, don't know. Like to I, put up a tent? I was, tent, t- to, to put I put I was told tent? to tell
1: you that. I mean, I don't know.
0: Just that night? Saturday night?
1: I don't know. I don't, I, I, listen, listen, All right, man. Listen. I no, still have on your you website. You Listen.
0: <laughs> And listeners, I guess uh, we you need to know the contest. I'm getting married on a campground. We're renting out the whole campground, actually. So that night of the wedding, you're we have the whole place. You're free to put a tent up uh anywhere. Really? Anywhere. And uh Wow. You know. <clears throat> um so so yeah, I and and you should. It would be great. We're gonna have we're gonna build fires and Dance around naked and things
1: in our fancy uh, tuxedos. Naked in our tuxedos, yes. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm excited. Yeah.
0: Uh, what you but just to be the...
1: clear, we're not getting married. No, you're already married. I am already married. Yeah, and even would... in places where it's legal to marry multiple people, we're still not getting married.
0: Yeah, that's that's. I mean. I don't I think know. It's a where common that's mistake,
1: legal. actually, that people think that we are in a relationship. You and I, yeah. After listening to this podcast and you know seeing us about,
0: well, we are in a relationship, for- but it's it's totally platonic.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just snuggles.
0: Yeah, it's it's like light benefits. Yeah, you know. Um. Anyway, what you heard at the beginning uh, was the band Self Diagnose uh, with their song "It's Cancer." I just know it. And uh, that's from their new album, Google It. And, uh, you know, they've been around a long, long time. Oh. They've come a long yep. way since their 1995 debut album, Alta Vista It, huh. which
1: uh, was not, you know, they hadn't quite come into their own yet, so. I see. I, I, I you know, I, I know a lot about um, the internet, and I haven't heard of them. I, I probably should look them up. That sounded great. Oh, they're not on the internet. Oh. No, oh, they're...
0: Okay. Yeah, they're very, they're very, uh, they're 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 an Amish band actually. They're very against uh, technology. It's very, it's very punk rock actually.
1: I see. Wow, Um, it's
0: it's deep, man. Yeah, you can only hear them acoustically in person. So uh, that's that's just how they that's just how they are, man. But you should check them out uh, on
1: uh, Amazon (laughs) on iTunes. Oh, Is yeah. that even what to call anymore? Apple, Apple Music.
0: Uh, they keep on they Spotify. Keep, yeah, I've, I, it's, you know, Apple keeps they keep going. They can't make up their minds whether they want to be called Apple or not. I mean, they started out yeah. being Apple, and then they're like, and then they just started going by Mac. And like Apple yeah. was just like a like a like a background thing. Like yes, we're the Apple company, but but hey, you get, yeah, I'm using a Mac, man. How about yeah, the that's new right. iMac, Mac that's how OS. I talked,
1: Actually, 10, thirty years ago, twenty years ago. And now they're like,
0: they're like they're like no 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 it's Apple again. Like we're we're and then everything was i something right, but but now yeah. they're like they're like oh it's Apple now it's Apple Music and Apple.
1: Long time long time Mac nerds will know that even before it was i it was e. Like the EMac or EWorld, Uh, but uh, for electronic, I assume. But anyway, but but no one, no one. This that's only the most diehard Mac people. Well, they're not they're
0: not allowed to use the E because that's that's been uh, you know trademarked by uh, the Internet.
1: Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, So, what are we going to talk about today?
0: Um, Well, I, I, you know, we should just say like this is our science article for the week because that's all I. All we do is science articles. No, it's um, not. Okay, we talk about not, all
1: kinds of stupid things.
0: It's not all we do, but but I do think um, you know they just they keep coming up in my my, my news feed because it's a semi recurring segment. Because I've clicked because it's not like I use Duck You know they just they 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 just they know that I just click on a couple of them and that's it. All you get is science articles. Can you but,
1: can you know can you make my voice sound amazing when I announce the the the, the segment? Uh sure. Alright, here we go. Science news
0: I mean that was already amazing. I don't think I need to do anything. So Oh.
1: I mean I think it needs an echo. Well A, some kind of large reverb. Yeah,
0: anyway, I'm sorry. I, I really am
1: getting distracted. You were you were saying.
0: Well I was saying that the this is this is uh yet again from, from science alert, although Although the, the, the research itself was published in, in Nature, so you can also find it there. We'll put links to both. But this is a, a so, mass extinction in the human gut was, re, was revealed by fossil remains of 2,000 year old feces. Mm. Um, and uh, so, this, this was a, a genomic <laughs> analysis of right. fossilized human feces from rock mm. shelters across North America and Mexico. Uh, it's right. only eight samples, so it's a small sample size. but um they found uh, so what they did was they they reconstructed like a whole like four hundred and ninety eight microbial genomes, and then they wow. said one hundred eighty one were most likely to have originated in the human gut, and one hundred fifty eight of those seemed to represent a distinct microbial species of some kind. So then they compared them to microbiomes of present day human communities, gut communities, from both Mm -hmm. industrial and non-industrial communities. Um, Mm -hmm. And what they found was that not only were the ancient microbiomes more similar to those from modern non-industrial communities, but they contained species not seen in any modern microbiome. Um, 61 were completely unknown to science. That's almost 40%. Hmm. Uh, and they think it has something to do with diversity <clears throat> in diet. Uh, in ancient mm. cultures, the foods you're eating are very diverse and can support more eclectic collection of microbes. But as you move toward industrialization and more of a grocery store diet, you lose a lot of mm. nutrients that help support a more diverse microbiome. Yeah, uh, And sense. so these, um, these, these old ancient uh, microbes had fewer genes associated with antibiotic resistance, that but they also sense. they also had fewer genes for producing proteins that degrade glycans, the sugar molecules found in mucus, and uh, degradation of colonic mucus is associated with diseases such as Crohn's disease, celiac disease, and ulceric col- colitis. Colitis, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, And they also had had higher numbers of transposases, enzymes that can cut and paste and replicate themselves, uh, switching things around to help adapt to changing conditions. Are you sure it's not
1: pronounced transposases? Uh,
0: Ah, transposases. Well, anyway, the first thing I want to say here is that um, I, I really hope whoever's shit this was was somebody who like felt like down on himself because he thought he wasn't gonna be remembered, you know? <laughs> like, like man, you know, uh, <laughs> like man, Ug my, my brother Ugg, is known across all the plains as as the greatest cave painter, you know, and yeah. and and my cousin Thok, uh, you know, has his 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 stick sharpening business is booming. But yeah. uh, but I've just I've done nothing with my life I've made nothing of myself. That's and, right, uh,
1: and, and he dies that way and, just right. before a rock. That's his last thought before a rock. Yeah, hits him.
0: but uh, I mean, how thrilled would he be to know that he's doing science today? That his that actually his, it'd it,
1: probably be a spear that hit him. Actually, anyway, sorry, go ahead. He could have been gored
0: by a mammoth. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't think they existed back then. But anyway, I just think
1: Thok's up to no good. I, <laughs> I think that maybe maybe this was fratricide.
0: Oh, geez. Well, this listen. This is all speculative. There's, little, there's yeah. a little intrigue
1: here going on. This, in, is, this, this is this is, is my sp- version of UG.
0: Well, um, you know, I, I just uh, I I think that it, that it's great that and, and you know, I, like the other thing I want to say is that I hope there aren't any like hoarders listening to this podcast because oh. now the lesson they're going to take away from this is like, see, this is why you should never throw anything away. You never know if you're going to need it, <laughs> and here we are just oh, just disposing of our excrement
1: every day in the toilet. Two million years later, only to discover, <clears throat> um, you know. It, so this reminds me when I when I hear the stories like that, and, and many stories about for doing things which seem commonplace, like reassembling my, microbial DNA, um, our genomes. Um, that, that's really a really hard problem to do. And of course, there were some terrible grad students whose job it was was to go like analyze fossilized poop and try to put this together and, and <laughs> they, they you know they probably got some position on the paper, you know, maybe like the eighth position, yeah, uh, somewhere in the middle, not the first, not the second, who's obviously the principal, and not the last, who's also semi-important, but somewhere in the middle. and they had, but they had a really terrible job to go do this, but I hope whoever wrote that, they, this got you into nature, into science, whatever. And I hope you got your uh, PhD as a result. I hope this is part of a larger dissertation about such works. And, and congratulations. But, congratulations but, uh, to the researchers. Yes. That's right. But my, uh, my, my, my wife had this, has this friend uh, she went to school with for a number of years who you know, was a marine biologist. And everything about marine biology sounds super cool. Everyone here is marine biology, and you think dolphins. I get to play with dolphins. Yeah. Or, and, or, or, well, as long as you don't think
0: that it's something to do with the military, which it really isn't.
1: No, no. Yeah. And, uh, but, but, but so she worked at, at Woods, Hole, Woods Hole, Massachusetts. And uh, we got to go visit her, and she was like, oh, you guys came at a great time because just last week we were, you know, we were doing the autopsy of the whale carcasses and i was like what yeah. and she's like oh yeah we have a room where we pull in a whale carcass and then we get to climb inside and like take it apart and climb i was like inside cuz they're big you know whales right, are huge right 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 and 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 climb inside and take them apart and figure out why how they died and like what what happened and i was like that that is not what i think about when i think about marine marine biology and yeah. uh, and anyway this i'm sure people who signed up to be uh, like like uh, what archaeologists or or whatever kind of 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 uh, ancient fauna discipline this is, we're not like I'm going to go play around with some Neanderthal poop.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> but I mean, you know, yeah, you're thinking of dolphin trainers, I guess, or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what people really mean when they right. think of they think of, they should be thinking dolphin trainers.
0: You know, <clears throat> I think this article is interesting for the reason that, like so you know the, the more recent microbial ecosystems inside us are basically evolved to cause these kinds of diseases in us these like uh developed world diseases you'd think that the, the as we evolved we'd like evolve away from such things but that's no. not how that's not how uh, evolution works because nope it's kind of like the great premise of that movie, Idiocracy, where, <laughs> where they're like, you know, <clears throat> it's it's all about adapting. It's all about, okay, genes replicating, right? So basically, in order for your genes to replicate, you have to survive long enough to reproduce and then to raise your offspring if you're the kind of species that needs to raise offspring so that they can reproduce. It's just about genes replicating. And, you know, before civilization, uh, that was... Um, uh, it usually coincided with, like, survival, like having to survive, having to, like, eat and stuff. Sure. But now it's like uh, we don't really have to worry about surviving in the modern world. That's, like, already kind of a given. Uh, right. And so now genes replicate based on other things that are yep. not necessarily uh, in our benefit or in our favor. Yeah,
1: I mean, we, it has to be said, though, when everyone brings up idiocracy, the premise of that movie is false. That's not really how it works, but it is it is hilarious. Also, you're wrong, and I'm right. <laughs> uh, you know, the, did, you, did you? I don't think you read internet comics, but there was this internet comic that kind of made a splash a little while ago related to scientific papers. No, uh, I, yeah. It's, it's from XKCD, which is one of my favorite comics, the internet's favorite comic, and it's called Types of Scientific Paper. Yeah. And, and I'm going to read them to you, and we're going to figure out which paper this was. Okay. So the first one is, we put a camera somewhere new. Mm, Not that one. Not that one. Another one. Hey, I found a trove of old records. They don't turn out to be particularly useful, but still, cool. That's possible. My colleague is wrong, and I can finally prove it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, maybe not. The immune system is at it again. Mm. No. Uh, Yeah, no. We figured out how to make this exotic material, so email us if you need some. No, no. What are fish even doing down there? Mm. This task I had to do anyway turned out to be hard enough for its own paper.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe no. that one. And then...
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, at least we showed that this method can produce results. That's not nothing, right?
0: Yeah, that's that's the one. I think that's
1: the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they check even out said this it... weird thing one of us saw while out for a walk.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that. That one works too. I mean, you're a you 500
1: didn't... scientists, and here's what we've been up to for the last 10 years.
0: The, I mean, there's It can fall into multiple categories. That's the thing. So I think
1: it might be. It could they be true. There's two more. I'll, they, I'll leave those as suspense for you people who want to look it up.
0: They do say at the end of the article that the. How the evolving microbiome ha- may have altered our health is unclear, and the sample size is very small. So basically, they don't—they don't know anything—is what they're saying by the end
1: of the article. Hey, look it's at like, these oh, old great. rocks! Yeah, there you yeah, go. exactly. Uh, well, that was a good—that was a good article. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm—I'm I'm very interested in—in uh, in gut biome, and I'm glad that uh, I'm, I think it's a exciting new field of medical research in the future. People will talk about their gut biomes like they talk about their exercise routines today.
0: I've already started playing with my shit, so. Yeah, perfect. Um, I think we got to get to the Mad Hat. Okay, Um, yeah. But first, first, uh, this podcast was brought to you by Haptic Technologies Reader. Do you love the convenience of e-readers, but just can't give up that wonderful experience of holding a brand new book in your hands, feeling its weight, and smelling the exciting fragrance of fresh ink as you run your fingers along the surface of each finely textured page? Well, now you don't have to choose. Introducing Reader from Haptic Technologies, the next step in the evolution of e-readers. RealReader looks and feels just like a real book, down to its 500 flexible, uncannily realistic pages, which can load any text onto their fully turnable, print-like surfaces in stunning 8K resolution. The seamless touchscreen on the front display on the front displays the covers of all your favorite novels in a glossy, photo-like finish, but it also functions as your menu screen for easy navigation of your up to 320 gigabyte library. Plus, setup is a snap. Simply power on the Riala Reader via the On button near the top of the spine, and you'll see the haptic technology's welcome message on the touchscreen. At the prompt, choose Set Up My Device, then Create an Account. Create a username and password, and tap Submit, and you'll be on your way to... Alright, well, that's probably because you didn't hit Submit like I told you to. Well, what you probably did is you probably hit OK. Yeah, see, now you're back in the last screen. When you hit OK, it takes you back. All right, so go back in. Create an account. Create an account in the upper right. The upper right. It's right there. Jesus. Okay, now type in your username and password again. It doesn't matter. It can be anything. Okay, now. No, don't hit OK. You're going to hit Submit. God damn it. All right, stop. Just put it down. All right, just listen to me. Okay, you're not listening. I want you to listen to what I'm telling you. No, don't look down at the screen. Look at me. Look at me and pay attention. Don't look at him. He's not the one who has to learn this. He already knows this stuff. This is for you. I'm doing this for you because you need to know how to do this. All right, you need to learn this. All right, this is important. All right, now what are you going to do? You're going to hit create an account. Don't do it yet. Just listen. You're going to hit create an account. You're going to type in your username and password and you're going to hit submit. Okay? you got it. You with me so far? All right. So go back in. What? What do you mean the screen went blank? All right. Let me see it. Let me see it so I can figure out what's wrong. All right. Stop. Just stop. You don't know what you're doing. You're going to break something. Just give it to me! Jesus! All right. What the fuck? I don't know what the fuck you did. Well, you must have done something because the whole fucking thing is resetting itself right now. Well, you obviously hit something because this never happened before. You obviously don't know what the fuck you're doing, which is why I'm trying to... All right. All right, it's back on the fucking welcome screen. Fuck! All right. What... What the fuck is it doing now come on all right okay now let's try this again you're gonna hit set up my device no tomorrow yes now all right now hit create an account all right now don't touch anything now you're gonna type in a username it can be anything you want it to be it doesn't matter am I speaking English yes anything Okay, now type in a password. Just type anything. You can always change it later. Okay, now stop. Look at me. You're going to hit submit. Don't touch anything else. Just submit. All right, there. Device setup is complete. You're done. Don't worry about that right now. I don't have time to play with that right now as long as it's working. Did I stutter? I said don't worry about it. Jesus fucking Christ! Haptic Technologies Reality Reader. A reala reader. The library of tomorrow. Warning, parts of reala reader's construction are known to the state of California to cause cancer. This product contains electronic components and mechanical moving parts. Please read the product manual before using reala reader to avoid risk of fire, electric shock, or injury. Haptic Technologies is not responsible for damage, injury, or death caused by negligence or improper usage by people who don't listen to what I'm telling them and instead go around doing whatever the fuck they want and wasting my goddamn time by not getting their head out of their ass and maybe fucking doing something right for the change! Fuck! Uh, anyway, everyone, uh, you should probably go check out Reality Reader, or Reala Reader. It's, uh, sounds like a really good product.
1: Well, let's go to the Mad Hat. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the Mad Hat. Are you you okay?
0: What? Yeah, I'm okay. Why wouldn't I be okay?
1: Okay, great, great.
0: Pieces, just oh, sorry, just worried there for a second. I can't open the goddamn piece of paper. Oh my gosh! Okay, this is um, this is the topic for today. It's uh, growing up Polish versus growing up unaffiliated.
1: Um, unaffiliated. Uh, huh? That's a great topic. I I think it's important for the readers to understand that you are very Polish.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm almost Polish.
1: You're no, all I am Polish. Polish. You're all Polish, and uh, and you you were born in Poland, and you yeah. came to the U.S. when you were little, but nevertheless, Poland never really left you behind.
0: Yeah, um, and it
1: sort of came with you in the form of your parents.
0: Yeah, brother. like like some kind of a gnat, um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like like what a mosquito. Is Where uh, is it? God. <laughs> Uh, do, do, uh, so what was it? What, so did you growing up? Did you, but you um, and,
0: and, and so you're of the two of us, you're the unaffiliated
1: one. I'm unaffiliated. I, I grew up American and yeah. with a, with an ancestry that is so complicated and involving so many different European countries and North American countries that it isn't even worth talking about. <clears throat> right.
0: Because you're, um, you, I was a mutt. Yeah. I
1: still right. am a mutt.
0: And and all that ancestry has not um, really contributed very meaningfully to your culture.
1: Right. I mean, I, yeah. I live. We live in Chicago, and so we all get to claim Irishness for a day. I suppose. And and uh, and we're all a little bit Polish, but 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 no, we just we, it's only convenience. We make it up yeah. when we want it. We want an excuse to eat good food.
0: We we all can can. Uh, Go up to people and say, "Hey, jak się masz? Daj mi buzi." Yeah, yeah.
1: There you go. And um, everyone's like,
0: "Oh, that's a great." Like yeah, that. yeah. And then they move on with their lives. <clears throat> yeah, no. For me, it was weird because uh, because because of my age. I was two and a half when we left Poland, um, and we were. I mean, it was a whole. You know, we're political refugees. We came from. It was. It was a solidarity movement. The the, the Cold War was you know kind of coming to a breaking point, and crazy shit was going down. So my parents were like, let's get out of here. <clears throat> and uh, we, we were in uh, West Germany for like six months, and then we came to Chicago. And uh, my mom's brother was already here, so we kind of already had family here. But yeah, I had a weird childhood where most of the people I thought of as aunts and uncles weren't actually aunts and uncles. They were just other Polish immigrants that my parents had met. Um, I didn't know that. Because my actual family, blood relatives, were all in Poland except for my one uncle. Right. Pretty much. And so, yeah, so it was like weird. I was like, I just call everyone, hey, it's uncle, you know, whatever. And and they'd be like, well, he's not really your uncle. And I learned that like later. I'm like, what? But,
1: uh, you thought you had very busy grandparents.
0: (laughs) But, but because I was, uh, so young, it was like weird because I quickly, I mean, so it took, it was, it took an initial adjustment was difficult for me because my parents didn't put it through their heads that I should probably start learning English right away. Right. <laughs> so like I was, I just kind of was like sheltered at home for like two years. I went into kindergarten, not knowing English. I mean, any it's English. a lot of work.
1: Learning <laughs> yeah.
0: English. Well, they both had to get jobs, you know, full-time jobs and they, they picked it up. My brother started school right away. He picked it up. I went into kindergarten two years later and I was like, what? And so they're like, Hey he needs to learn English. So they told my brother to start speaking to me in English. And then we just kind of stopped <laughs> speaking Polish to each I mean, other. It, it's um,
1: also important that, that to realize that your brother is the, um, the beloved accomplished one at that time. And we well, were basically written off as the second, second son.
0: He, he is six years older than me. So he was already, he'd competent. already started. Yeah. He'd already started school in Poland. You know, he was like in first grade or something when they left. And, uh, and when we left, and so he, um, yeah, he had been, he started going to school and everything. But like w- once I got to that point where he and I started speaking English, I started going to school. I quickly became assimilated into into American culture, and like like I think if I had been you know like a teenager or something when we'd come yeah. over, I would have kind of held on to the Polish culture more or whatever. But it was like I was in this awkward state where. All the, all of my friends and like my peers and my teachers and all of that were very American. I was very much like American growing up. But then I'd come home and and go to my Polish household, and my my Polish like functions. We'd eat Polish food at home, and so there were mm. these the, the 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 most. And you uh,
1: you you do weird Polish things like I don't know, eat Christmas dinner the open the, the, the day before Christmas.
0: Open presents on Christmas Eve instead of Christmas Day.
1: Yeah, man, uh, what is with that?
0: My one of one Christmas, the uh, friend of the family dressed up as Santa Claus, and he looked like a bishop. He had a staff. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Because in he's Poland, in Poland, in Santa Polish. Claus didn't look like the Coca Cola Santa Claus. You know, right. uh, he with the with the buckle and the and the the fluffy white, you know. Winter coat. No, he was. Uh, he looks like like a pontiff, and um, and he beats with the children hat, with the cane, right? With the tall hat and everything. Yeah, and I was terrified. I was standing up straight, like my my muscles were tense because I was horrified that he. Because in Poland, if you're a bad kid, you don't get a you don't get coal. What you get is beaten by Santa right. Claus you yeah, he, yeah, yeah. you know with the canes <laughs> so or at least when i was growing up i think yeah. maybe now you know nowadays poland is a lot more there's a lot more i don't know wokeness probably going on in poland just like there is here but it's it's uh
1: you know back then it was just like oh yeah i mean that's uh, not, that that the, the i mean that could be true but poland is also in the middle of like an extreme conservative government where they're restricting people's freedoms in a number of interesting ways in order to stay in power, and and it's 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 complicated. It's complicated.
0: Yeah. Well, I think I think that that, but I think that you can say to some degree that stuff like that is happening here. So, I mean, there's like a partisanship. Definitely. There's a partisan Definitely. divide. Yeah. So I, I think that th- there is a there is a a very um, very partisan left as well in, in Poland. That's, that's no question. You know, so anyway uh sidetrack but i uh wait wait let's thing... talk
1: more about polish politics first. Well the, no no I, I was just joking.
0: I don't know anything about polish i i really okay. don't. The yep. the 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 thing um that jumps out to me the the most uh one of the things that jumps out to me the most is like is like food um because i remember like going to when i was little i'd like we'd like go to mcdonald's and i'd get mm. like chicken i'd get chicken nuggets and it was like, and I, I was like afraid of eating like a hamburger or like a cheeseburger or something. I was like, what? I'm like, what is this thing? <laughs> I was, was like, it? The vegetables? I was, like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I, I can't move on to that yet. I'm not, I'm not ready. You know, like I'll stick to the chicken nuggets. Uh, and like, you know, like I actually have memories of when I ate my first like, like American things, like like hot dogs. or I mean, maybe I don't remember when I ate my first hot dog, but like, you know, um, there were these things, uh, I remember one specific experience, which was, uh, we had, I went to like a, like a, almost like a Sunday school for for Mm -hmm. Catholic, Catholic church, but they called it faith class and and it wasn't on Sundays, it was like on some weeknight and, and, you know, it was some parent, like of one of the kids, whatever, who would, uh, volunteered to run the thing mm-hmm. and we'd like I remember we were like in this lady's like basement and we were I think it was it must have been second grade because we were like getting ready for first communion so like okay mm-hmm. we're gonna practice and she didn't have any communion wafers so she she improvised and she took like white bread like like just like sliced wonder bread or whatever yeah. and she like took like a cookie cut, circular cookie cutter and made these little
1: that's adorable things
0: of it and I remember distinctly I remember, like, uh, first of all, looking at this, and I was like, "What is this substance?" And she, and she's, like, so she's like, "We're just gonna use bread, you know, we're just gonna use regular white bread." And the kids are like, "Oh, that's weird." And I'm looking at this, I'm like, "What is regular white bread? What is this?" And I looked at it. I remember holding it up to my nose and sniffing it, and being like, "This smells like alcohol." And yeah. ever since then, I've always thought that white bread smelled like like alcohol, like some like vodka or rubbing alcohol or something. Like what? Like, what, this is bread I'm like it's it's like a marshmallow it's so soft because mm. I had uh, that I hadn't had a single slice of white bread yet in second grade I, I grew up eating the Polish rye bread which is right just it's like this firmer you know it's, it's got tough. A kind of a, yeah this tough it's crust bitter. and everything It's a little
1: sour eh, I don't know sour. but yeah anyway it's it's, it's for different, people right? who who have rocks for teeth who can just grind it down
0: <clears throat> that's right And uh, like
1: we Americans who just, who just, who can't eat anything but our white bread, our sugar bread.
0: Yeah. And so, and so I was like, what the fuck? And, and I I do remember. And then like, I don't know. I just remember the first time I had, I don't think I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich until like, like sixth grade or something. And I, Mm -hmm. and I was like and i i ate it and i was like this is delicious <laughs> I was like, this is amazing this is so much better because we were eating peasant food because my parents are from like like the rural parts uh mm-hmm. rural parts of like of a communist country i mean we're talking mm. poverty like <laughs> so 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 they they had um you know for a my, my dad would like take the rye bread and he'd like Slather it in sour cream and sprinkle mm. sugar on top. That was a treat. Mm. That was like, and Wait, actually, what? it's good. I still like eating that. Mm. Um, and it's it's weird. It's I'm weird. gonna have
1: to disagree with you
0: there. It's weird, but I love it. Um, you got to keep piling on the sugar though. But anyway,
1: uh, <laughs> but like, and then you, you don't, know, don't even need the rye bread or the sour cream at some point.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the so the <laughs> so the the um,
1: yeah. The it was like the rye bread stuff is like the plate. That that you put the i sorry go ahead
0: yeah i mean i i you know all these all these things that all these kids already like s'mores i don't think i had s'mores mm. until i was like 18 i was like what the fuck is this you know i'm yeah. like i know marshmallows they're delicious yeah i know you know there was and just together, a lot of who knew
1: who knew and so, I, I don't
0: know I, yeah i grew up kind of like just just intimidated uh i still feel that way i think I, i'm always like like anything i come across i'm like I'm like, "Oh, cool. Look, it's a thing." And then I'm like, "Wait a minute. Should I already know about this thing?" I'm like, "Do do I does everyone is everyone else ahead of me uh, in yes. this in this can, thing?"
1: Do, do you yeah. do you still speak can you still speak Polish?
0: Yes. Uh, just not as
1: well. I mean, why I mean, don't you th- say something to our listeners in Polish? And maybe anyone who's listening from Poland will be like, "Oh."
0: <laughs> um <clears throat> I Okay, that's it. Um, <laughs> that's the end. Thank you. Yeah. I said. I said,
1: I said, said. So,
0: I so many terrible things about you. That's uh, what I would expect, actually. actually about your wife. No, but... Um, oh no, that's also true.
1: Uh, I, yeah. So, well, my, my growing up was very different. Yeah. Um, because well, I didn't I escape a communist country. I grew up in uh, in suburbia, and and thought that was the end of things. That basically <laughs> the world was suburbia and more of it, because I had yeah. nothing to prove me wrong. But what's interesting about um, growing up unaffiliated is I think that there's this very like American thing about ditching your family at some point. That's sort of a very common American thing, where like at some point you're like. Um, or at least like like white American, where you're like, I'm self sufficient now. I'm going. I'm going to go make make my own life. I'm not going to do what my parents want me to do what my parents uh, do even. I'm going to go do my own thing. Yeah. And, and they want to, And there's this like attitude of like wanting to go do your own stuff. And in my family, the ramification of that has has been every generation has hated the prior <laughs> for hundreds of years. And and we know this because. Everyone left home at like the age of thirteen or fourteen to go do something anything to get out of the house <laughs> but, well you didn't do that but i so 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 anyway well that, so that's how I grew up and i didn't do this. I grew up in a normal and like a relatively normal house, but all of my um, extended family uh we we were we i viewed with suspicion because my parents were like, oh they're terrible <laughs> <laughs> and and so uh so anyway there so so i didn't understand what it was like to have like um a uh, like to have like a close extended family at all. And I know then, but I know that you hung out with your extended family all the time.
0: Well, when I, when I went back to, especially then later we finally started going to visit Poland and I had all these great like summers where I, I got to know my like cousins and, and uncles and aunts and, and there's a lot of them. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and my grandma, my one grandmother, Uh, cause my other grandmother, I, I already knew she lived with us growing up, but anyway, yeah, like, like, and I was just had, I think it helped that it was a rare thing though, that I didn't maybe live Hmm. like among, I didn't see them very often. So every time I did, it was a really uh, happy thing. But I mean, it wasn't until I was grown up really that it was like 17. And then like in my twenties, I went to Poland a whole bunch and (laughs) I just had tons of fun with, with, with my family.
1: But I we I, had the, I, we had the opposite. I had the opposite experience. The goal was to spend as little time as possible with the with the with my parents or with my grandparents. So we would like go visit my my grandmother or something, and and it was like you know we'd spend two hours there, and that was about the maximum everyone could take. And then it's like all right, time to go back, <laughs> and and uh, or or even we'd we'd drive all the way to Michigan where my other grandparents lived, and we'd spend so we'd spend like a couple of days there, but it was like essentially the minimum amount of time you could possibly spend there and still be like a nice visit we'd visit like once every two years we'd spend like a weekend there six hour drive to get out there spend you know a night one day the next night and then we're out as early as possible the next morning it was always very tense and i think that um i think that really colored my perspective on what it was like to to have family or to be um or like to be part of a culture or anything. I, now, now that I'm older and I've I've you know been around the world and I've met interesting people from all sorts of things, most other cultures seem to have like this, um, like this strong ethnic identity which is tied to family or ancestry. Yeah. Like, well, I'm so and so, and I we do things this way because that's who we are. And and people who don't do it this way, it's not that they're necessarily evil, though sometimes they are. But yes. uh, it's um, it's it's just that they're not us, and we are we do things better, and that is that is completely opposite of the way that I grew up. In in my family, we didn't have any of those traditions at all. We just made them up. Yeah, and we have like we and we have like five of them <laughs> that we made up.
0: Well, I think the grass is always greener on the other side because I you know I think in my situation I I. I don't know. I, because I'm so like I don't, creative, I, I like to think outside the box or whatever. Any, anything that's like a cultural tradition just sometimes makes me want to tear my hair out. Where I'm like, I'm like I, I don't I don't I don't want this. I don't I don't I don't care about this. I want to do my own thing or whatever. So, yeah. And I think you, you start my favorite,
1: to... my favorite story about you and your parents is the fact that they when they come visit, they don't knock on the door. They yeah. just opened the door, and they're just because that's just how they do. You do things over there well, in the villages of Poland.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's 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 a rural thing. I mean, they, this is you know it's a very communal uh, thing. I mean, my even now, like all of my like first cousins on my dad's side, they all live in the same tiny village. They've all built their own houses like right next door to each other, or across the street mm-hmm. from each other. They've got there's like five or six houses like right in one spot that all are populated by my dad's side of the family. And and that's just how, you know, they just walk in and out of each other's houses and they're like, hey, I need some sugar, you know, whatever. And they're, yeah. and they're like naked and like, you know, it's just, <laughs> I mean, but but I, I want to say that uh, it's interesting you were talking about the getting out of the house thing. For, from my experience, watching American families, um, it's not just the kids. I, I, from my experience, it was, the parents uh, that were like that too, that were like saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, you're you're uh, you're okay. You you finished high school. Now get out of the house," kind of yes. thing. Like it's almost that like is, a yes. Whereas, in, I, at least I don't know. in My experience in, in Polish, it's the exact opposite. It's like it's like what? Why not? Why aren't you? Like, why don't you basically, yeah? Why don't you build a house right next
1: door to? Why don't you live with me forever? You know, like, I <laughs> mean, <just> going <laughs> to take care of me when I'm older? Yeah, exactly. That's why I had children, so you would take care of me. Yeah, and and in in the in the sort of like Western or in sort of like the you know the, the culture I come from, whatever that is, the the mishmash of things. The ideal is like the parents will have taken care of themselves. Thank you very much. They don't need. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You got to go get a life of your own. You got to be self-sufficient. Yeah. Or something.
0: And like I, I said, I think my my age makes is weird because because of my age I I never felt like fully Polish or fully American. Right. And now as I've grown up and you know, I'm like I kind of don't think of myself. I don't have much of a National identity or cultural identity, I kind of mm. I don't like to th- even think in those terms. I prefer to right. just think of people as people and like think about universal human values, like universal rights and things like that. and I yes, i I, I kind of view any like cultural identity things as almost like or complaints,
1: backwards. yeah, or almost like petty or something. I don't know yeah i i um, you you and I have, have the same perspective on this. I think we've talked about it a little bit, but yes, I I am I too agree that like it seems like the only thing these cultural things do is define who you hate in what circumstances. (laughs) And does it doesn't seem particularly productive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 really difficult to walk that line of like being proud of your own culture without thinking you know condescendingly or something about other cultures and i think a lot of people don't do it very gracefully so <laughs> true that true that um, yeah uh i'm not gonna get into specifics but it's like that you know what is that song a- avenue q wherever a- you a- are a- everybody's a little bit racist you know i mean it's the, <laughs> everyone isn't that that song i never saw the musical but uh with the avenue, puppets, q. avenue q but there's that Everybody song a
1: little bit racist Sometimes you know,
0: there's like every. I think every country you go to, where like that has its own kind Sometimes. of cultural identity, you're gonna Sorry. hear something about some. A, a lot of the time, it's the neighboring country. You know, like oh, those fucking.
1: You know. <laughs> but uh, I feel like there's a map about. I have seen a map about this. It's just a map of like. By the way, if you're ever traveling here, you have to know who hates who. Oh, yeah, this so is, so is like you a, don't, this don't this like a Saturday anyone. Live skit or something. So yeah, it's so so like so. If you end up in. If you end up in Croatia, you know you have to hate the Serbians. Or if you if you end up in Turkey, right. you have to hate the uh, the people on in Greece or whatever. Yeah. And there's like there's all you just you have to have the list. Luckily, everybody hates Americans, so it's really easy for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, anti-Americanism. Anyway, uh, I'm curious though if are any of our listeners uh, have any particular. Uh, stories about their interesting ethnicity growing up or any of the weird things that happened to them related to their culture. Uh, uh, if you do, please send us a drop us a line, send us a note at uh com. You see the link, click it, send us an email about yes. your own your own experiences growing up in a strange ethnicity. Yeah, and I just want to mention
0: I'm still bitter about the polish school which was the saturday morning school that i had to go to every week as a kid to brush up on my polish skills and learn my polish history and stuff while everyone else i i missed out on so many saturday morning
1: cartoons i was watching cartoons
0: i know i was i want i was like all the other kids get to be watching saturday morning cartoons and i have to go to this you know these polish classes i had school six days a week yeah, it's 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 an injustice. <laughs> <laughs> Although it did teach me to to read and write in Polish, which I otherwise
1: wouldn't have done, because that's you my use prob- on a, a daily basis now. Well, that's so that's perfect.
0: my that's my difficulty with 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 pol- the Polish language is because I was three. I'm all fine with like polish domestic talk like saying things like the socks are dirty and where are my slippers but anytime like (laughs) the language gets more advanced and you start talking about anything else i like start to be like uh so that i have like these like when you hear me talk you'll be like oh you speak polish very well and i'm like yeah but i'm like i'm like choosing the like thousand most common words like that thing explainer we talked about yeah yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) i've heard this is called like kitchen polish or grandma polish Which is like you know enough to be able to talk to your grandma or or, or like get get around the kitchen. That's my yeah. You don't you can't say things like I don't believe this election was fair or something.
0: Yeah, hope forget it. Yeah, forget it. No hope.
1: No. Or I don't think man's primary motivation is greed. That's well beyond your Polish. Well beyond. I've
0: I've I've, I have to applaud myself though. I've had like theological discussions in Polish I've learned certain words and how to express myself I'm pretty proud of my ability to You're like
1: you're like uh you man there is big thing above us in sky and <clears throat> it very powerful you agree Other person's like um yeah uh, sure whatever you whatever you say Yeah the bathroom is that I mean, way like, um, yeah and you're <laughs> like uh, no i mean it is important thing and it moves us all and you're like and the other guy's like uh yeah that's right it's right yeah. just then, down the hall and then they're like uh,
0: oh I, I understand what you're saying there is no god I'm like yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway
1: uh <laughs> uh we beat that topic to death
0: probably I have there's a lot more to say I have stories to tell anyway it's tell fine. me one story no 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 it's too late
1: okay, okay.
0: um but uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Again, uh, check us out at madhatters.com. Submit your topics to the Mad Hat. Uh, for, for possible Dot com. discussion and uh, Mad finish it, uh, <laughs> to 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 send you off. With, you know what? This is actually totally fitting for the topic we chose because we're going to send you off this week uh, with the pop group, the Polish tongue twisters. Oh uh, Yeah. From their Grammy winning album To cóż, że ze Szwecji, here is their chart topping pop anthem W Szczebrzeszynie chrząszcz brzmi w trzcinie i szczebrzeszyn z tego słynie. Um I mean I was thinking we really need to do an episode where we both just get wasted and just and then I didn't la- think you liked alcohol. And then a couple well that's that's going to make it even more fun, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Um yes,
0: it will. Yeah, and then, you know, when I'm when I'm sober I'll listen to it to do the editing and I'll I'll see what what took place, what
1: transpired. You won't remember it in the moment.
0: No, no. But after the
1: fact, you'll be like, oh.
0: And then I'll put, you know, we'll put a message up that says, we're skipping one episode, everyone. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Because I'll be like, this is, no, we can't.